Angie's List is now Angie, the nation's largest home services marketplace, and they're here to help homeowners get all their jobs done well. Angie's helped over 150 million homeowners care for their homes. Whatever your home project, big or small, indoor or outdoor, come to Angie to connect with and hire skilled professionals to get the job done well. My latest project, tree trimming for our phone lines into the radio show. I mean, any home improvement you need, Angie can help you find the best price for your project. Angie lets you request and compare quotes from multiple pros in just a few taps or book services at an upfront price based on local data. Angie has cost guides that tell you what others have paid for similar projects, both nationally and in your area. Get started at Angie.com, that's A-N-G-I, or download the app today. The app and the website is free to use. What makes a life a good one? Is it the adventure you have or the friends you find along the way? (laughs) Maybe it's pursuing your passion while striving to protect, defend, and save what you believe in every single day. So what makes a life a good one? In the Coast Guard, we think it's all of the above and more. But you'll have to find out for yourself. Visit GoCoastGuard.com to learn more. If you like what you're hearing, why not try a StephCast subscription? Only $4.95 a month if you buy a year in advance. Go to stephaniemiller.com to find out how. Happy New Year. Happy indictment season, Glenn Kirshner. Hello. Happy New Year, Steph. Happy New Year, guys. <laughs> it is going to be indictment season, right? <laughs> Gotta be. Gotta be. <laughs> you Well, you said it on Twitter. You said J6 Committee recommends Trump be banned from office. 14th Amendment agrees. Top line takeaway from J6 Committee's report, there is more than enough evidence to prosecute Donald Trump. Um, I mean, we've known that for a while. Was Were there anything you were surprised at in the J6 report? You know, I, I'm not going to say I was surprised at just how comprehensive it, it is and how much the report itself, I haven't read it all. I'm still working my way through it read like what we call a prosecution report. Now, that didn't surprise me. I was sort of forecasting that because the entire investigative team consisted of former federal prosecutors, including some great RICO prosecutors. Steph, that report could be handed off to the Department of Justice. They're going to have to do some follow-up work. But, I mean, they could indict this thing within 60 days if they wanted to. Yeah. Well, I mean... I was just going to say, I don't even know. We, we've been off for two weeks, so I haven't talked to you in a while. It's hard to know what you think is the most legally significant thing that's happened in terms of, I mean, it's a lot, right, between his taxes and the J6 report. Um, what do you think, I, I guess that would be the question, is the most legally actionable or legally damning thing that's happened over the last couple of weeks? So I don't think it's any one thing. You know, we are forever. I think because we're conditioned by, you know, crime dramas on TV and crime novels. I'm a crime fiction junkie. You know, I, you know, give me anything by Stephen Craze or uh, or um, who, who's the big Michael Connelly. Yeah. And I love it. You know, I can't yeah. get enough of it. But we have been conditioned to forever look for the smoking gun, yeah. the block bu- blockbuster piece of evidence. Here's the thing, Steph. I never really built criminal cases on smoking guns and blockbuster pieces of evidence. I I built it on kind of a thousand points of circumstantial evidence that we pull together as a whole and present to a jury. No one piece of a puzzle ever proves the case beyond a reasonable doubt. It's assembling all of those pieces of circumstantial evidence 
And that is what the J6 committee has done. They've given us all the pieces, but they've also assembled them for us. You know, so I don't think there was any one blockbuster legal development, legal development. There were a few that had me really pretty dang angry over this holiday season, like Jared Kushner blocking uh, an informed, smooth, safe transition of the government's COVID efforts to the Biden administration, things like that really got my blood boiling. But I don't think there's one defining piece of evidence that we learned about. Yeah. Well, uh, by the way, this one, uh, Luke Broadwater said the idea that Donald Trump believed all these pardons were necessary, I think, is really telling. Looking back, some of these people after January 6th looked at the events they were involved in and thought that they would have criminal liability. Um, a lot of this, I know I keep hearing the word intent, you know, the proving the intent that he knew he lost the election, that, you know, what his intent was uh, on January 6th. Um, th- these new texts released, right? Hope Hicks raged at Trump after J6 riot. We all look like dom- domestic terrorists now. I mean, how wow. damning are all these texts? Yeah, they're pretty damning. And the, and the pardon one is is big for a few reasons. One, it shows Trump trying to help his co-conspirators, trying to keep them out of trouble. The people who did his nefarious bidding, right? Some of the people who attacked the Capitol, he wanted to excuse their conduct. That's helping out your criminal associates. Also, it's a little thing called giving aid and comfort to the insurrection. When you're willing to pardon people who participated in the attack on our democracy, um, that's giving them aid and comfort, plain and simple. And that's one of the ways the federal law says you can be guilty of insurrection if you give aid and comfort to insurrectionists. And let me touch on the Hope Hicks yeah. uh, uh, text because I thought it was brilliant um, because it's summed up in one one sentence. Not only Hope Hicks, who she was, but who the Trump administration was. As this attack is ongoing, she says, um, in one day, he, Trump, ended every future opportunity that doesn't include speaking engagements at the local Proud Boys chapter. Mm -hmm. What did she do? She said, one, Donald Trump is responsible. She knew instantly and intuitively that Donald Trump is responsible. Two, she announced who Donald Trump's allies were because she said the only people who will have us moving forward are the Proud Boys. And three, Steph, and this is perhaps the most upsetting, she cared more about her own future job prospects than she cared about the survival of our democracy. She summed those three things up in one sentence. Yeah. Quick math, the less your business spends on operations, on multiple systems, on delivering your product or service, the more margin you have, the more money you keep. But with higher expenses on materials, employees, distribution, and borrowing, everything costs more. NetSuite is the number one cloud financial system, bringing accounting, financial management, inventory, HR into one platform, one source of truth. With NetSuite, you reduce IT costs because NetSuite lives in the cloud with no hardware required. Accessed from anywhere, you cut the cost of maintaining 
multiple systems because you've got one unified business management suite. You improve efficiency by bringing all your major business processes into one platform, slashing manual tasks and errors. Over 37,000 companies have already made the move. So do the math. See how you'll profit with NetSuite. By popular demand, NetSuite has extended its one-of-a-kind flexible financing program for a few more weeks. NetSuite.com slash Miller. NetSuite.com slash Miller. One more time, NetSuite.com slash Miller. That's not just the sound of that first sip of Morning Joe. It's the sound of someone shopping for a car on Carvana from the comfort of home. That's a good blend. It's time to take it easy, like answering some easy questions to get pre-qualified for a car in minutes. Talk about starting the morning right. Just like customizing your terms so your car fits your budget. Mm, mm, mm. Visit Carvana.com or download the app to experience car shopping the way it should be. Convenient. Comfortable. Ah. Speaking of text, Jenny Thomas and Clarence Thomas, I was reading a tweet, must both be subpoenaed to testify under oath before one of the grand juries hearing evidence about January 6th. At best, they are material fact witnesses. At worst, they are co-conspirators to be charged with seditious conspiracy. Why is that left out? I, I, I hate to just charge that Liz Cheney is protecting them, but why, why are Ginny Thomas's texts? Yeah, there, weren't, there wasn't a whole lot that they left out. So I don't know if they still feel like that is some kind of a third rail and they didn't want to touch it. They wanted to just leave it entirely to the Department of Justice's discretion as to whether it should be criminally investigated. Um, so, but, but it's disappointing I also think they didn't want to try to distract too much from the main message, which is Trump's guilt for January 6th. But I I would have included it because it was relevant. It was important. It was incriminating. And it's something that, you know, we kind of need to grab hold of and deal with. We can't just kind of turn a blind eye to it and say, well, you know what? Supreme Court Justice and his wife have some kind of, you know, special cloak of invisibility. And we're just not going to do anything about their apparent well their unethical conduct at a minimum and criminal conduct at worst yeah what uh so i guess well first of all you also tweeted the many crimes of mark meadows make him the prime candidate for doj prosecutors to flip against donald trump do you think he has do you think he will i don't know if he if he has i will say he's been very silent and that is at least some indication that he is perhaps cooperating with the federal prosecutors do i think he will only if he doesn't want to die in prison and only Mark Meadows can decide whether he'd rather go down with the, you know, the the SS Trump or he would rather cut his losses. You know, I always told my aspiring cooperating witnesses, look, sport, the decisions you've made in life thus far have gotten you to where you sit today, where they were sitting was usually in a jail cell across the table from me, the prosecutor. And might you want to try something different? Because what you've tried thus far hasn't worked well for you. I think Mark Meadows ought to try something different. He ought to try being a patriot and caring about democracy. Yeah. Um, Well, what's just the last one on J6 is uh, today where you sit. Do you think Trump will be indicted? Is there a time frame in which you think that would happen? I think he has to be indicted because if he's not, I do believe that eventually spells the end of our democracy because that will be DOJ giving permission to every president um, moving forward to do exactly what Donald Trump did. That will be DOJ putting its stamp of approval on all of this conduct 
And I don't think our, our nation can endure that. What is the timetable? Impossible to say. And, you know, I have hero fatigue because it was going to be Bob Mueller yeah. who took care of this. It was going to be Merrick Garland. Now it's going to be Jack Smith. Jack Smith has the bona fides. No two ways about it. But we've I kind of feel like we've been fooled twice. Yeah. And I would hate to be fooled a third time. He was just appointed really recently in the last few months. We have to give him a little bit of time. Yeah. I sure as heck hope that with everything we've learned from the J6 committee, with all these transcripts that have already been generated, we could see an indictment by, you know, April, by May. That would be my hope. Yeah. That's why I stick with one hero. You. (laughs) Yeah, I'm a one hero woman. Very kind, Steph. Yes. All right. I'm not doing a very good job. All right. Let's move on. (laughs) (laughs) No, Trump's tax returns, you said, and the corruption at the top of the IRS during the Trump years. Doesn't this show he is a tax cheat? I don't don't understand how he gets away with, how he has gotten away with or will will get away with what we saw in these taxes. It shows he's a tax cheat. Of course, they prove in the New York prosecution of his organization and his chief financial officer, Alan Weisselberg, they proved not only that he's a tax cheat, his organization was a tax cheat, but they expressly argued to the jury that Donald Trump explicitly approved the fraud. What this proves beyond the fact that he was a tax cheat, which I think we all knew, is that he really did thoroughly corrupt the IRS by installing Charles right. Reddick as the commissioner. Right. Not only was he had... not under audit, he was yeah. not under audit and he was supposed to be. I mean, yeah. He was supposed to be. It was a mandatory annual right. presidential audit. Reddick didn't do it. Reddick hid from the public the fact that Donald Trump continued to lie about being under audit, which makes Reddick complicit, in my opinion. And what we know is that our institutions failed under Donald Trump. Will they succeed under Joe Biden? I have to hope so. But I think fair is fair. We, we've got to talk about the the weak spots in on both sides. Why in the world Joe Biden didn't get rid of Charles Reddick as the IRS commissioner when the administration yeah. obviously knew about some of this stuff, I think is a fair question to ask. Yeah. Welcome to Fail Better, David Duchovny's new podcast with Lemonada Media. On Fail Better, David, who has experienced both low- and high-profile failures throughout his life, explores the vast world of failure, how it holds us back, propels us forward, and ultimately shapes our lives. Each week, he'll chat with guests like Ben Stiller, Bette Midler, and more about how our perceived failures have actually been our biggest catalysts for growth, revelation, and even healing. Through these conversations, he hopes listeners can learn how to embrace the opportunity of failure and fail better together. Fail Better is out now wherever you get your podcasts. CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. Let's, um, the George Santos thing, I just think, unfortunately, (laughs) is 
not a surprise in the Republican Party right. today. You said, well, McCarthy congressional Republicans abuse the American voters by standing by liar representative-elect George Santos. Well, of course, the answer is yes, absolutely, if it gets right. Kevin McCarthy the votes he needs. But I talk to me about that he's apparently wanted for charges in Brazil. Like, what? how, among all of these other things he's being investigated for, just talk to us about this legally. Because, I, I mean, yeah, obviously he, he tomorrow is. he will be seated, it looks like. George Santos is the Republican Party. And, right. you know, not only will they not push him away, they will embrace him. They will stand shoulder to shoulder with him. So they have one more vote right. to pass. I don't know. I, I won't say their agenda because they don't have an agenda. But whatever it is, McCarthy, if he becomes the speaker and the Jim Jordans of the world, plan on using the House of Representatives for is, is an open question. But, you know, Santos is the Republican Party, and he will have, it, it, it seems impossible to believe he will not have campaign finance and financial fraud charges barreling down on him. Because think about this. He loaned $700,000, he claims, of his own money to his own campaign in 2021. And yet when he filled out his candidate forms, I believe under the penalties of perjury, he said he has a salary of $55,000 a year. Okay, so my by my calculations, he would have had to have saved every penny of his salary yeah. for 13 years just to give his a loan to his campaign of $700,000. You're going to see dirty money flowed into his campaign coffers, yep. Yep. and I think that's what will end up bringing George Santos down. Quickly, can I just say, because my dad was a congressman from New York, as you know, the fact that we've gone from my dad, who was a Nuremberg prosecutor, to someone who lies about having relatives who died in the Holocaust is is everything you need to know, again, about the Republican Party today. But quickly, because you end on a hopeful note, you said this is how you deal with election deniers like Carrie Lake, beat them at the ballot box, crush them in the courts mm -hmm. when they file bogus challenges to the election results and seeks $500,000 in attorney fees for baseless lawsuit. Um and then your final one, a more perfect union. The younger generation seems determined to make a better, kinder, more just America for all. Um, I think we end 2022 on a, on a hopeful note for justice, don't you? I am, I am optimistic going into 23. We should, because look what was uh, disclosed by the J6 report. Massive, massive crimes being committed by Trump and his co-conspirators. I have to believe, I have to believe accountability for that is coming. Because the alternative is we really lose our republic. So I do think, you know, better late than never, accountability is coming. Did you ever know that you're my hero? <laughs> no, but that's very kind of you to say, Seth. The wind beneath my wings. All right. Love you, Glenn Kirshner. <laughs> See you next love time. Love you, Seth. Thanks, Thanks you Glenn. There he goes.